Hi, this is Stephen Colfer, and this is a podcast that I recorded uh, with Aaron McGathy as part of my residency program and part of my residency in the Dublin Fringe Artist Office. Uh, it was basically just intended to be a sort of conversation about podcasts that we did in front of a live audience who are actually sitting around me right now. Hey, audience, make some noise! All right, so uh, that's what an intro sounds like. This is the bit where if we had a Patreon, we'd tell people to go to it. Uh, like and subscribe on iTunes. I mean, there's not going to be another episode. This, this will be it. But hey, you, you never know. Um, this is where you say it. That's the only reason I'm doing this is so that you know that this is where you would put those things. Uh, thanks. To, thank, enjoy the show. Here we go. Perfect. Should we talk about the equipment we're using, or do you want to just get right into it? Uh, well, the equipment feels like a nice segue to start. So how about, how about we go with that? Um, okay, so sound. Here we go. Okay, um, so we'll email this information on. Um, who's interested in hearing about the equipment that we're using? Yay, okay, thank goodness. Wonderful, All right. thank God. All right. <laughs> <laughs> it is um, another a weird thing about this scenario is that we are talking on mics, but they're not amplifying our voices, and so it feels like we're in a weird dream. Yeah, it it's always strange uh, doing this. But um, so uh, this that I'm using right here is the um, H6 Zoom recorder. Um, the kind of the most important thing for your podcast, I think. Yes. I wasn't asked, but um, I think it's it's sound. Erin, what do you think is the most important thing sound. for your podcast? <laughs> and <Yeah>. also compassion. <laughs> I do a joke podcast, so compassion's out. <laughs> um, so this this setup right here, I've I've kind of written this out, and Stephen's going to email this to you all if you're interested. But I have like links to all the products here. Um, but I think like for for good sound, around 200 euro, you can have a really nice setup. This setup here is about five about 500 euro. Sure. Um, the H6 is like 275 new um, and then 175 cheaper. That's not that interesting. Yeah. You don't need the H6. <laughs> I've never talked about tech things before, so now I feel like kind of embarrassed. Okay. But I'm, I'm, I'm interested, so okay, you're cool. doing well. <laughs> um, this right here, the reason why this is cool is it is because it mixes your podcast as you're recording. So these dials, um, mix everything together and it has uh, it has four jacks for four different voices um, but you can easily use um, the H4 uh, which is what I had before but it was broken in a pub in um, in Dundalk because someone was drunk and thought it was a taser and smashed it to the ground. Was this during a podcast or after or? This was uh, <laughs> this was me taking out my. It was the first time I visited Ireland, and it was my it was me taking out my pot, my um, H4 to talk to some kids about their leaving certs. Yeah. Um, yeah. And <laughs> was it guy, one of the kids? Huh? Was it one of the kids? It was another one of the kids <laughs> from the class. Um, they all looked about 45, yeah. um, rough living in uh, Dundalk. But yeah. like, yeah, this, the guy came over and, and smacked it to the ground and it broke. Um, and then I, I, I splurged and got the, uh, the nicer, the nicer one. Sure. Yeah. Um, I bought uh, a few years ago when I was doing, um, my, my earlier podcast that nobody knows about, I bought that microphone that's sitting on that desk right behind you mm. in America. Oh yeah. yeah, heard of it, yeah, heard of it, yeah. heard of it. And uh, yeah, it was, <laughs> it's, it's, I mean, it's, it's a bit trash to be honest. It's uh it's a very bog standard kind of USB, looks impressive, but, right. but doesn't have any of this, this fancy analog stuff that, uh, that yeah. you come to learn is, is important. <laughs> um, but I will say that like, spending the hundred quid on it really motivated me to mm. keep bashing my head against putting episodes out and that kind of thing. Sure, sure. So I yeah. do think it's like a nice place to start. You know, yeah. Just making sure that you're properly set up and ready to go. Totally. Well, I think um, with this setup in particular, like the sound, like I've used this to record um, a ton of podcasts and they all sound, I think they all sound good. Um, but the, the key to them sounding good is the really nice microphones. Uh, each of these, each of these microphones are around a hundred euro, Ugh. a bit more. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, but I have like, there, there are other ones that are much cheaper, but the, the, you, you know, those Yeti mics that are kind of popular or getting a mic that's just like a atmosphere sort of thing. Um, I think that, that they're, they're not great. Like, I don't think they count on people actually continuing on and recording things. It's more just like, how do I 
they're, they're just preying on um, people who have someone in their life who's like, I want to start a podcast. And then you buy this pretty mic for somebody and then it's like, oh, this is this is done. But having the handheld yeah. mic, mic really yeah. changes everything. And, also and you also, can regulate it a bit yourself, which is Look at useful. that. Wow. <laughs> well done. Um, sorry, that sounded so condescending. And I, um, uh, <laughs> good job, Steven. Um, yeah, also one last thing with the mic, with the atmospheric mics versus the handheld mics is that like when you have the handheld mics, when you're listening to the sound, it really sounds like you're in the room or like you can suspend your disbelief as a listener, like you're in the room and there's more intimacy there. You know, when you're listening to a podcast and it, it really sounds like someone is like you, speaking to you. Sure. Um, as opposed to something where it's recording the room. It's the same way that some people, like if you listen to a podcast that's usually not live and then you listen to the live version of it and that's, then that's, that's awful. Like it feels like there's no intimacy there. Yeah. yeah. Does anyone have any questions on equipment before we move on to anything else? Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, well, you can buy, so lav mics, yeah. yeah, so the, yeah, those, I don't know, I've only, I've only fucked around with lav mics a little bit. Yeah, I mean, my own experience with them would be when I, when I do acting stuff, um, they're put on me, which yeah. is very rare, um, <laughs> but, um, <laughs> um yeah. yeah, I think, I think for, for like an interview kind of setting, Mm-hmm. I don't necessarily think they'd be what you want. I think, um, well, the thing is, I think yeah. to get a, a good good quality one, sound-wise, you'd have to spend a lot more than if you were yeah. doing, like, had a handheld mic. No, you could. It just might be, it might, it just might be, like, a lot more expensive. I've only done a little bit of research on it because I had this idea for a podcast that, yeah, totally. That required them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I, um, I didn't spend a ton on the lav mics, but when I was walking around with the mics, I for, like they got tangled up in something and got shut in a cab door and we yeah. lost them. Um, <laughs> you so just love, you just love getting your equipment destroyed. I right? do. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All in Dundalk. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, yeah. So I yeah. would have to look into it a little bit more, but I think like the, it's a cool, yeah. That's yeah. Fun. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. So when I'm when I'm adjusting the sound levels, I'm just making sure that the sound isn't popping. Yeah. So uh, here, here on the little screen, I don't know if you all can see it, but yeah. bah, bah, that's called peaking. Yeah. Is it? <laughs> am I right? Because I've I've kind of learned everything through osmosis as sure, I like yeah, yeah. edit and put out put out, put out whatever right and saying that there's like a there's like a nice area in the middle that we're always trying to hit yeah, level yeah. wise. Yeah. But if you go too high. That's no good. good. No, no, yeah. no. Yeah. yeah. I have a podcast. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, uh, something that I only learned in the last year is that mm. Stephen, you idiot, you should have always been you should have always been wearing headphones when you recorded that podcast where there was only one of you. Right. Because the amount of sound quality that is the amount of like just like uh, if you're doing like a solo thing of just self-monitoring the audio as you're doing it mm. um, because you can you know without tweaking levels you can just fix it by like moving yourself yeah. to a certain extent yeah um so if you're doing something where it's just you that's something that i would definitely absolutely recommend yeah and getting these little um, uh windscreen things are helpful you're helpful oh, for yeah. popping peas. yeah let's talk about uh soundproofing and popping peas and fun sound stuff <laughs> so i suppose you're wondering why there's two filthy bean bags uh close to us <laughs> um, yeah um yeah so uh i don't know a lot about uh noise cancellation and soundproofing and all mm. that kind of thing um but what i have discovered is that throwing anything soft or like what i do when i record at home i record all the uh the intros to the Dream Gun podcast, just like in my room on that microphone, is I just take duvets and sheets and just throw them around the place. Yeah. And I don't have the language to describe the difference that makes properly, mm. but um, you can really hear it. And that just that echo is yeah. gone. It doesn't sound it like I'm in my... It the waves yeah. to... Well, it doesn't sound like I'm sitting in my bedroom anymore. That's, right. the, that's the only way I can describe it. So yeah, you'd be, you'd be very surprised. If you're, if you're like listening back to your recording and you're thinking, why does, does this not sound like what I hear on radios or in other podcasts, try just like dowsing the flat bits of the room in blankets 
um, and see if it makes a change because it certainly worked for me. Yeah, or just go yeah. into like a utility closet. Doesn't necessarily have to be anything yeah. that's soft. Yeah. Any room where there's just like a ton of stuff yeah. is is just fine. I've recorded so many, so many podcasts like sitting on the floor. The yep. intros to podcasts, especially sitting on the floor of a closet, <laughs> speaking to a wall, and you know people have yep. you know the sounds sounds good, but people have no idea. Yeah. Yeah, it's weird when sometimes there's just sometimes there's just there's just qualities in spaces, you know, that like for music is useful, but when you just want to hear raw audio, unless you're yeah. like you're using like the echo to make a point or something like that. And sometimes you're prints yeah. and you just make your own. Yeah, you rules. just want to do your own thing. You want to yeah. make music, which is not what we do in podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> just, uh, um, cool. Okay. Um, we good. Yeah, I'm just talk us through sure. talk us through what you're doing right now, Aaron. What's, what's, what's going <laughs> just put on? on my, uh, just put on my cans. Yeah, that's a uh, sound engineer lingo for headphones. Yes. Yeah, that's it. Just um, making sure. Yeah. Cool. Um, so I thought we might talk about our uh, our earlier experiences mm. uh, in podcasting with our with our uh, our first attempts, just because I feel like that might be a little more useful for people starting out. Um, so I'll go first. Good. Um, so a few years back, myself and Heber Hanley, who's also in Dreamgum with me, uh, we started a, a video game podcast um, called the Chronic Reload Podcast. Uh, this is when I was in college with Ali. Um, <laughs> and uh, was kind of just, it was really, it was one of those something to do podcasts with my friends. Mm. Um, I think it had... What really helped was at the time I didn't have an ability to check how many people were actually listening to it. There was yeah. nothing in because it was just like hosted on a, a website that I ran. It wasn't like on SoundCloud or on any kind of um, host. Yeah, any kind of wh where where they all are now. Basically, mm. it was just sitting on it was just sitting on a server in Tipperary. Um, but it would have <laughs> it would have all downloads here and there, um, and uh, it 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 felt like hitting our heads against. A wall for a while but it was mm. nice because we just literally How so? Wait, why did it feel like just because we weren't we didn't know you mm. know where if anyone was listening to it right and then every now and then somebody would like say something on twitter uh being like oh nice podcast and you'd be like oh, somebody's somebody's <laughs> That's probably about there. our podcast um, <laughs> 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 oh no they've mistaken us for, uh, for somebody else what was the what was the premise of your podcast um so it was just it was so basic uh it was we would we would find we would go on other better websites than our website and we would find all the video game news that happened that week mm. or every two weeks i think we did it and we would just talk about it and give right. our opinions uh on it um but then what, <laughs> what kind of happened with it which was nice was that um it was this was in 2009 ish mm. so there wasn't a lot of podcasts going around in ireland specifically we were definitely Sorry, like yeah. the only irish video game podcast so what kind of happened that was nice was that people started inviting us to things to like preview stuff That's just cool. because we were the only one. Um, so that kind of that that kind of that kind of got us through it. Mm. Um, and then I had to shut it down because Lucas Arts came after us. Oh really? That's, that's how it ended. Um, yeah. So, <laughs> so this is the story that I, I hinted at on Twitter today to try and get people to come to this. Oh. So that was my that was my segue into telling it. <laughs> <laughs> Um, uh, what got you into podcasting in the first place? What was was there a, a podcast that you were really interested in or inspired by? Um, I was listening to uh, the first podcast I ever listened to was a podcast that um, my friends Ken McGuire and Ross Costigan in Kilkenny did way way back. Ken ran a site called KilkennyMusic.com, mm -hmm. um, and they would literally just get submissions from local bands. And it would just be them having the banter. That's but cool. it was fine because it was like the first time lads had the banter ever in a podcast. So, you know, it wasn't, it didn't have the kind of stigma that it has now. Sure. Um, and uh, they would just play local tracks and then kind of talk about it. And oh. that's what got me into uh, the idea of, oh, I could, I could do one of those. Um, and then I just, I just started listening to, there was, a, I, I don't know, it, it felt like back then there was a lot more video game stuff 
coming from like the global podcast market more so than, than now other, you think um, oh than well other like in terms of like the right, ratio right. of like what you know what kind of sure, shows there were sure. it felt like a lot yeah. of them were video game shows more early adapting yeah, the I think just technology because they, yeah. alre- they already had the equipment from whatever they were doing with, with <laughs> game stuff instead of yelling at 13 year old um, kids they're like let's make a podcast yeah with this yeah. head thing <laughs> so i was like i'll just do the most popular idea that's already out there for two years <laughs> <laughs> what made um, you decide to stop doing it uh, it was the cease and desist from Lucas. Oh, right, That's of course. Was. Yes. Um, yeah. so, um, was that so kind of exciting in a way? It definitely that? was, yeah. Once <laughs> it was all calmed down. So what happened was we got invited over to um, we got invited over to London to play a load of uh, EA games um, before they came out. Um, and uh, it was like an Irish company over here doing the PR. They brought me and a load of Irish journalists over. And then on day two of it, uh, we spent a day playing a game called Star Wars The Old Republic, which is like a big online game that at the time wasn't going to come out for like another two years. Mm. Um, and I interviewed, it was my first ever interview that I did, uh, I interviewed like the, the head writer of it. Okay. Um, and then came home and basically because I had just an audio file that I could put up that I didn't have to write an article on or listen to in any way. Podcasting is very lazy that way, it's great. Yeah. Um, you don't have to report. Um, <laughs> but... Uh, uh, I got it out there first, um, or at least that's why I thought I was the only one out there first. It turns out that there was an embargo that all the Irish journalists missed because the PR company that brought us there got us too drunk the night before, and we uh. all got there like half an hour after they were like, don't ever release this. Oh, <laughs> um, <laughs> um, so literally like... <laughs> Like a week after, oh and the episode God. had gone really well. It would get, you know, it, it was the only thing that it, it was the only episode that had ever done, like gotten uh, like you know hits that you would be like, oh, this is great. I'm gonna do this forever. You think that that writer would know as well, um, and maybe not. Well, no, because you see the thing. So I was allowed to release it in like a month. Oh you know right, I, mean? I see. Okay. After whatever magazine had bought the exclusive, could sure. release it. Uh, so basically, what what happened was, uh, I woke up. I was still in college. I woke up and I had like. 12-ish missed calls and 100 emails on my phone mm. from the PR company being like, oh, God, just delete the website. Just, you got to stop. Website. You got to stop this. Oh, and wow. I remember, like, finding the button that just, like, killed it dead. Oh, my God. And knowing um, you, you must have lost your absolute mind. Oh, I was like, because literally <laughs> when, and I, and I, and I kind of know that they were, they were trying to scare me. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, the PR company were like, all right. We didn't see this either. Like, they kind of knew. They were like, there's probably an explanation for this. But for now, let's just scare him to make sure he complies. Yeah. So, like, the words... I remember seeing the words blacklist and George Lucas in the same sentence. Wow. <laughs> and, um, That's um, amazing. Yeah, but then, thankfully, all the other journalists were able to collaborate. 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 My story. <laughs> and uh, it was it was fine. But after that, I was like, all right, let's shut it down. This isn't, yeah. this isn't worth it. Sure. And then you had um, a podcast after that, right? Um, we had one where... You had, I'm sorry, George Lucas. Um, I'm sorry. Had, yeah. said, <laughs> sorry, George Lucas. Uh, yeah, we just talked about the Star Wars prequels and how yeah. great they were for years. No. <laughs> um, so, yeah, no, then we, we had... Oh, the yeah, Tower of Jar Jar. We had the one where we just did banter. We did, we did, we just talked about movies and stuff. That was it. That's and, great, uh, though. Yeah, yeah. Don't you fun. judge banter. <laughs> People love banter in podcasts. Um, yeah, but that was it. And yeah. uh, that's, that's what we did for ages. But me and Heber kept like, we kept thinking it was done. And mm. then we would bring it back because we both realized we hadn't done anything in a while. And it would just be a nice way of, for <laughs> our own mental health, never mind. Yeah. <laughs> like, our, the, oh, never mind whoever was listening to it. Um, no, that's a fair point. Yeah. Like, yeah. if you are creative and you want to make movies or you want to write stories or you want to act, like, so many of those things depend on gatekeepers. But yeah. with podcasting, you can make your own thing every week and have your audience find you. And yeah. that's great. Um, have you any uh, wild anecdotes from your early days? <laughs> well, any wild <laughs> anecdotes? Um, well, I had a podcast where we just sent out fake cease and desist letters on behalf of the George Lucas Company and <laughs> just thought we could destroy uh, <laughs> Irish college students. Um, I d- yeah, I had I had two that never hit the internet, like two podcasts that I recorded that just for different reasons decided not to put up. There was there was one that I was doing with, with two of my friends who were like friends that I performed with all the time and we just loved hanging out. So I think our po- I think the podcast was called Refuse to Google. And uh, the premise was that we would 
each each podcast we would have like a letter of the alphabet and um we would start talking about subjects that started with that letter of the alphabet until okay. we found like an area that we didn't know anything about and then we would just make guesses about what the truth was and then we would refuse to Google it. So, uh, so like the most frustrating thing to listen to ever, like <laughs> get someone interested in a subject and then be really obnoxious about not Googling it. Um, I never learn anything about it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I, I think we just, um, yeah, we just realized that we didn't have um, podcast chemistry the same way that we had sketch comedy chemistry, yeah. um, which I think, is good to remember because you like anything you might not like be good roommates with a really good friend or whatever yeah. um and i did another one with um this guy and i recently came across the art on my computer and honestly like i think he just wanted to like go on a date and we just kind of hung out oh no and i don't he was nice oh okay and is nice but i do not remember the I don't remember the premise of the podcast. I remember recording like a pilot episode and then the next day him getting really upset because I was talking to him not the way he wanted me to talk to him. So, um, yeah, it's, yeah it's, so don't do that. It's hard to have notions, like if you go in having notions about how it's going to go down. Yeah, I, I mean, this is a different yeah. podcast, but <laughs> no, of course, yeah. if, you're, um, if you're like, oh, so I'll set the mood and then they'll love me. Yeah. And then, yeah, just be emotionally prepared for them not to love you. <laughs> got it it's a good everyone, rule for life everyone, as well everyone got that, everyone got that. <laughs> um, um yeah so those great. would be my first two podcasts and yeah. will we talk about premises while you're on the while you're on the subject of sure not of not googling stuff yeah 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 um, yeah so we were kind of talking earlier about what uh what would be useful to talk about in this sure um and one of the things we were talking about was uh kind of how necessary having a strong premises for your podcast versus mm -hmm. just building up yourself as something that people as someone that people would want to listen to right um, yeah. uh, so let's talk about that <laughs> <laughs> um, my podcast well, does not normally involve asking people questions <laughs> <laughs> um, well I mean there there are several different kinds of podcasts obviously yeah. like there are one-on-one -on -one interview podcasts there are group discussion podcasts there are podcasts where it's just the same two people every week talking about the same thing. I tend to like in my head divide podcasts into podcasts that I, I describe as back of the car podcasts. Like sure. it's, they give you the feeling like you're sitting in the back of a car with like two really interesting people that you want to hang out with and you're just enjoying their banter basically. Um, or podcasts where there's like a really strong premise and you're learning something or following a story or Sure. or whatever and then there's like the in-between there but I, I really think that when people are starting as someone who like kind of did some creative producing on someone who did some creative pr producing at a podcast network sure. <laughs> sorry um, <laughs> thank you thank you everyone nice. um and was getting like a lot of pitches from people with podcast pilots people think way too hard about the premise of their podcast and think way too much about it being the most original thing I think because the premise or like the hook of your podcast, uh, like if you're if you're if your premise is um, uh, aliens from movies, uh, sexually attractive aliens from movies. Okay. Right. Great. Okay. Roman, and so, do you want to? Will we start that? Okay. Great. <laughs> <laughs> like sexually or, or, or like sexy. Uh, the, the reason why I brought that up it was not an alien. Gremlins aren't aliens. Or just to be thinking about the one female gremlin. Anyway. Um, not sure. Let's say the podcast is the premise of your podcast is female movie monsters. Sure. Right. Yes. And you're like, our podcast is female movie monsters. Uh, it's going to be called um, Revenge of the Female Movie Monsters. Perfect. So Revenge of the Female Movie Monsters. You come up with like a whole thing. Someone will might find your podcast because they're interested in that particular subject, um, but they're only going to listen to it if they like you. And in the same way, I'm sure a lot of yeah. you listen to podcasts that where the subject is not something that you would normally be interested in, but you just really like the host. Like I love Adam Buxton, sure. um, who's a fantastic uh, comedian and podcaster. And I love him because he's really empathetic 
charismatic and interesting. And he's a, he his podcast is like one-on-one interviews, and then he does like jingles and stuff. But he'll have people on who I'm not interested in at all. But I am just I just like him so much that I would listen to him do that podcast. I would listen to him do yeah. any podcast. So my question for you as a potential podcaster is. Um, what is like when what subject or thing really lights you up like when do you feel when are you in a pub and you're like oh my god they brought up tornadoes here we go <laughs> uh, and then you just could talk about it forever or if it's like you know just a, a film you really like my favorite podcast yeah. um, or like the one that I listen to the most and it's not like the best podcast that I listen to but it's done by two of my friends and they're both comedians and writers and they're but their podcast is the stupidest thing ever. It's just them talking about different fast food restaurants every week. Doughboys, everyone, anyone listening? Yeah, yes. it's a fucking. Yeah. Ba- I love it. Um, <laughs> and and it like it's the only pot, and it's done by my my by my friends, which make would like kind of makes it hard. I've sacrificed our friendship, is what I'm saying, because I like. I have become so much more intimate with them via this podcast than yeah. in real life. You got to so. keep those doughboys at arm's length. Oh, yeah. You know? yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, that I, I just like listening to them and I like it's cool having a subject that's like so that they can talk about in such an opinion way, opinionated way that's not super heavy, like fast food. Like they can be like, no, burgers should really have flat buns and <laughs> like people can get really fired up about it. And it's it's a safe place to like sit and listen sure. in a world where like all this real shit is going down and you, you can relax for a yeah, bit and just talk about buns. And just talk about puns. Yeah. No, it's lovely. Um, but yeah, the, the the actual detail of the thing that you're doing is not important. So if you have your if you have your idea, if you're like, well, look, I love tornadoes. I want to talk about tornadoes. Um, you then decide like, is this going to be a one person? Like, think about how you want your listener experience to be. So let's say sure. you love tornadoes. You have a friend who's sick of hearing you talk about tornadoes. So every week you, this is, this is sounding like a good podcast. Um, so every week you have like a different tornado talk. My recommendation <laughs> for starting your podcast, sure. um, tornado talk. Tornado talk. Yeah. Um, is to, oh, maybe if it was two sisters, you could call it the twisted sister or the twister. Thank you. It's done. Print it. Oh, sorry guys. Um, so <laughs> it's done. Print it. Um, I got this advice from Matt Gorley, who's a prolific podcaster and amazing. And when he told me this, I thought it was crazy to say this. But he said, record three episodes of your podcast sure. and throw them away and then record another one. And this, this is the same as like writing any story or doing anything. Like know that it's going to be shitty and awful yeah. and do some garbage ones. And maybe you'll go back later and then release those first episodes that's what like as, i like think. as a joke yeah like haha yeah, yeah. <laughs> you idiots you have to listen to this awful thing <laughs> look how bad we were yeah because um, you know i i personally get annoyed when i'm listening to i don't get annoyed but i tend to let podcasts go for a few episodes anyway before i start listening to them so yeah. the way that i listen to them is probably the way that most people do which is like binge them and then you're like all right i'll listen to the first one now sure but it's always like hey so uh here we are on the yeah, we're starting. Uh, yeah, what are um, our plans? So I like tornadoes, and uh, <laughs> here it goes. Yeah, you spend so much time like establishing it that you don't actually get to what will make it good. Yeah, yeah. and you yeah. like doing the first three episodes. You can then take take the one that you like the most, send it to ten people whose opinion you trust, um, and maybe not five people whose opinion you trust and and then five yeah. others who are yeah. like I mean, you don't whatever let too many people know about your tornado thing so. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <You know? laughs> send it to 10 people who will not be annoyed that you've sent it to them who will not feel like it's a huge favor and also say in the email like you don't have to do this <laughs> it's fine you don't have to listen to this um and then ask them what they think and then take all that Take all that information that you got from your focus group of people whose opinions you trust and take all the things that are common and then shape your show that way and then record your fourth episode and yeah, then make that yeah. your pilot. It took us a long time to crack the uh, the film reads kind of formula in terms of like mm. translating what we already had on stage and turning it into right. kind of keeping, because we didn't want to do change it Do you remember I much. insisted that we record it? I really do, yes. You're I welcome. remember you being the reason we ever had a recording of it in Thank the first you. place. 
Although the first one you recorded, uh, we've never released and we we'll never yeah. wanted to really share it with too many people. <laughs> so because the recording? No, uh, just because it's not, um, it's funny, um, the first one we, the earliest one you can technically listen to is mm. The Matrix, um, which the quality wasn't great for it, but we put it up as like a Patreon reward anyway. Sure. Um, and we're, we're bringing all of our old shows to, uh, to Edinburgh this August, so we were revisiting all the old scripts, and we hit The Matrix, which was maybe about three months before we kind of decided, all right, lock it in, this is the formula for the rest of the series. Right. And it sucks. <laughs> it's so out of place, it doesn't sound like the other episodes like, right, at right, all, right. so it's the one that we have to kind of rewrite um, sure. before we to Edinburgh. But I mean, you um, could air it and just say like, hey, the sound isn't great. Yeah. Yeah. Because people will forgive that sort of thing. Yeah. So you want to have any questions about that last night, about starting your own podcast or anything? I feel like we chatted for a long time. Once you've started it, how do you get other people to listen to it? Yeah. Um, well, uh, for Film Reads, we had a great cheat, which was the fact that we were doing a live show that already had like an audience going to it so it was a case of like trying to capture that but obviously that's not going to be the case um so i think there's all the getting it up on itunes and getting all that stuff going is the which i'm going to talk about in a minute um or after this talk um it's definitely the most important thing if you're just starting from scratch and you kind of don't have an established user base to get near mm. um but uh yeah if you're if you're completely by yourself then you definitely need to make sure it's just on as many platforms as it can be and it's tagged with all the things that you think people would would that would get it to yeah, you know what I mean also, it's tough well you know? like people take you only really get one debut with your yeah. podcast so if you're planning on starting a podcast like in the time that you would be recording your episodes and kind of figuring out your flow get great artwork that you really believe in um which you could get for very cheap but or just like something distinct like yeah. have your artwork ready have uh, a theme song ready like all these things are things that you can get for free online it doesn't have to be great but you need to have all that in place especially if you're applying to itunes like you need those things yeah. um and uh, a clear description because you really only get one debut and algorithm wise on itunes especially they will put your podcast on the charts depending on how many new listeners you have up top. And if you are like a really brand new podcast, but you just all of a sudden have 100 subscribers, they might put you on the top 100 yeah. comedy podcast list and people will see that or they'll yeah. put you in the new podcast thing. Yeah. So just make sure that you have your all your ducks in a row. Yeah. Um, it's yeah. also okay to like ask people for that in fact i think it's kind yeah. of essential to ask people for that as we discovered um with with film reads um mm. where we had a we had a lot of we had a lot of notions about ourselves when we when we started film reads in terms of like just putting the podcast up because we already had uh kind of a, an established listenership with like the dream gun videos and stuff that we'd done but none of them because we were pretending that we didn't need any help none of them helped us by subscribing to it and reviewing it on itunes uh, which is what you need to break those charts and you know get the the wider kind of podcast population yeah. to listen to it um and it wasn't until we suddenly we kind of realized oh dear about four episodes in we've made a mistake this isn't growing the way that we thought it would mm. and we just like switched it up we got james to record intros we did the yeah. hey guys if you like the show remember to subscribe and give a review on itunes it sounds crazy but it really helps and my god it, i'm yeah. gonna show you guys the stats later for like what happened after yeah, that episode it's crazy but as soon as we were on that chart yeah. um yeah so yeah i guess it, like it, at first it, it never like, slowed call, down after yeah, that you know yeah call it out like use all your favors start a instagram or yeah. twitter account for your podcast so you can reach out to people and then once it's going depending on what kind of podcast you have um like if you're doing an interview style podcast reach out to guests who you really like who might have audiences that you yeah. um would share interest wise and um lately ask them to do your podcast and then to share share it with their followers exactly yeah. i also do something a lot which probably a lot of other people do is like if i hear someone who's a really interesting guest on one podcast i'll just search their name in itunes and then listen to other podcasts and i'll find other podcasts that way ah i never thought of that yeah um speaking of guests uh do you want to talk about guests and stuff on podcasts and, uh, <laughs> that's a specific thing that relates to you that we discussed before uh, sure. Um, so guests yeah. on podcasts. Yes. They're great. 
if you have a podcast that requires a guest. Yeah. Yeah. My podcast has eight guests on it in every episode. Those aren't guests though. That's a regular cast. <laughs> That's a regular cast now. Yeah. It wasn't when we started. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. If you have an interview podcast. Yeah. So just really like the, one of the things that I found the most challenging with my own podcast is like getting over my fear of reaching out to people and asking them to be on the podcast because it, it perpetually feels like asking someone on a date and you're probably asking them to do something for free. Um, and yeah, I just got some advice just a year ago that kind of changed everything, which is to email people. Um, when you're emailing people, make sure that you're emailing them in a human voice, like in a, like don't like, not like a business email, but like make sure it sounds very conversational. And then also tell the person specifically why your listeners would like to hear from them. Not just, would you like to do this? But would you, I really, I recently reached out to somebody who's a great guy. I'm about to go to LA and do a bunch of podcast interviews. My podcast has been on hiatus for a little while, but um, something that really, like I reached out specifically to women who I thought that my listenership, a lot of which is like young women would look up to and told the guests that something that I probably wouldn't have before I would have just like assumed, but I would like, but I would say like, I think it would mean a lot to my listeners if you were on this podcast talking about um, your first relationships and things like that. And 100% positive response with that. Oh, great. So make it personal. Human beings want to know why they're needed, why they're important, even if it's somebody that you're asking something from. Yeah. Yeah. Especially someone with a large follower count. Yeah. Like, and then also, for put, yeah, once you once you have podcast episodes, um, what I do is like say like, and here's some examples of my things, and then I also like have a sentence where like, here are all the famous people on my podcast. See, you're famous too. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, one of the things I really like about your podcast, This Feels Terrible, is, <laughs> well, uh, think, Stephen. is is how deeply you get into it, I suppose, with your guests. And sure. how they're all, like, it's, uh, I mean, the premise, like, let's talk about your first relationships. Mm. I remember um, the first time, me and Peter McGann were talking about your podcast uh, oh. a few years back, but kind of only after we sort of knew you a little bit. And we were like, because some of our friends had, had been on. And we were like, could we ever talk about our first relationships? And we both come from like small towns in Ireland where mm. no matter how anonymous I made it, right. everyone in Kilkenny would know exactly who I was talking about. I was like, yeah, no, there's abs- there's no way. <laughs> but I'm, I'm kind of wondering, so for me, I don't mm. know about like the wider, uh, you know, the other guests that you've had so far. Um, the premise is something that I wouldn't necessarily want to, immediately open up about right yeah so how, how have you found kind of approaching people like within the episode about sure yeah. yeah so so yeah. my podcast is called this feels terrible and it's um about relationships i'm making it more loose at this point um like different different kinds of love and stuff like that but something that i always tell guests before the podcast sure. which is true of any podcast is that no one on the podcast has ever been punished for sharing something personal that they thought was shameful before. Truly no one like the only listeners really appreciate it. And when people are listening to my podcast, my listeners, especially I think are people who are um, empathetic and are looking to feel less alone. Anyone who's hate listening to the that podcast can just go fuck themselves. Like, yeah. and also if someone's from Kilkenny and they're like, oh, I want to hear about Steve Colfer, they're obsessed with you and like that's cool in its own way, I guess. Um, but yeah, so that would be the thing. And then also like in a but like practically in talking about a personal podcast, like. I always say, like, we're just going to talk really freely. And afterwards, yeah. if there's anything you want me to take out, any names you want me to bleep, I'll take it out. Sure. Yeah. But I also tend to have people on who aren't going to be like, and then they did this, and then this person did yeah, this. Yeah. Like, they're I want gonna, people to talk about their own experiences. They're going to reflect on themselves and their yeah. roles in yeah. what they're talking about. But it, yeah, I make yeah. it very chill. I also, for better or for worse, am, am not an investigative reporter. Sure, so yeah. Um, I was I was a guest on someone else's <laughs> podcast, and it was right after I got a divorce, and she kind of tricked me, I guess. Like, uh, she brought me on the podcast, and then just bombarded me with all these like super personal questions, um, which I was like, well, I guess I have to talk about these things because my whole mo is that I'm really open about 
stuff. Yeah. And I was like, I don't, but I haven't even talked about way. my, my, to myself about these things. And she was just trying to get like a scoop on uh, like two Z-less celebrities and yeah. it sucked. And just like I, I was yeah. doing with that writer who wrote the Star Wars video game. Um, right. Yeah. So anyway, I like, if someone, if I can sense that somebody is uncomfortable talking about something, I won't put a shit because it's not worth it to me for them to expose something about themselves that they don't want to or they're not ready to talk about. Sure. So I guess just be sound. Be sound. That's my advice, yeah. Great. Um, okay. Um, oof. All right. We have maybe five more minutes. Um, so any do you want to sorry, any of you guys want to ask us any, any questions about anything at all? Well, I guess I guess to take that out. Fuck, why did I do that? I'll like, take it out. I'll take it out. I'll yeah. take it out. This is great because I was I was hoping there would be a bit that we would have to take out so I can show people oh, how to take nice. stuff out. Oh, nice. Okay, later. cool. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. it's here. So yeah. it's thirty nine forty. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this is very important. Yeah, and it was a shame because I, I yeah I really like her her podcast and her as a person. Like yeah. she was really nice as a person, and then yeah, I just I, I wasn't yeah too keen on her her vibes. Um, there was something that uh uh. Me, along with the rest of the males in the country, are all listening to Blind Boys podcasts mm. at the moment. Um, there's something he said very early on. It's boys only listenership? Is uh, that no, but it's... it's I'm it, joking, I'm sorry. It's, it's, we'll cut this out. We'll <laughs> cut me being like, it's, now we can just cut whatever we want out. Um, no, he was saying very early on about how uh, uh, him rambling in podcast form uh, and saying the same things that he would like tweet, mm. um, it's suddenly put in context... Uh, where it's coming from right um, yeah, and literally because yeah. i i would have felt kind of this and he, I'm, I'm using his words to describe exactly what i thought which is that i found his twitter quite i, I couldn't i couldn't connect with a lot of the times right um i just found it very full-on but then mm -hmm. hearing him say the same things with the flippancy that he uses and like everyday yeah, talk to describe true, it i'm yeah. like oh he's just shouting what comes into his head and he's not hiding that like he's not you know he's not 100 percent behind any of the stuff he's saying yeah it's not he's just letting it out there yeah. yeah um and i think it's 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 nice that the format kind of can rise above what twitter is very limited by i think which totally. is that you always anytime you read a tweet i always have the impression that whoever's written it 100 percent believes that's their mantra that tweet mm. they've just written is everything that they think and defines them forever yeah um, my, yeah my ex-husband and i both have podcasts and after when we got it, we're getting a divorce and announced it. I tweeted, um, uh, please, like, Dan and I are getting a divorce. Please respect our privacy during this time until, or like, please, please respect our privacy during this time and stay tuned for our podcast for all the personal details or something. It was like, respect our privacy, but we're going to be talking about this on our podcast. Yeah. It was like clearly a joke. But people are like, if you want your privacy respected, don't talk about it on the podcast. It's like that was the, <laughs> uh, and it was all from at Stephen Colford, just all the way down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, I know. And then you moved here, and I was yeah. like, hi. <laughs> well, Let's be with mates. The, with, the, with the rambling thing, with <laughs> it's all led to this. With the rambling thing, with Blind Boy, like whatever, like yeah. on my, I found like on my own podcast, it's it's hard sometimes to just put out like a ramble, and it feels embarrassing. But I definitely am rewarded for just putting that out, as opposed to like editing so much yes. that I'm taking things out because people can just feel it and they they forgive you for things being rambly and if they don't like you then they just won't listen to your podcast that's the beauty of having a podcast is like just being a person at a bar and people yeah. or like at a party and people deciding whether or not they want to talk to you yeah and generally in in my experience i found that the the response to stuff you say in the podcast is never the twitter how could you ever you know it's like people understand what you're saying yeah. they get the joke i yeah. guess would be the the best way to put it Totally. Um, and especially in terms of like, like for us, um, for us, we use our podcast as a vehicle to sell tickets to our live show. That's kind of how our system works. Um, and, uh, you know, we have videos online with a lot more views than our podcast has listens. And I, those videos do not sell tickets and never really sell tickets, especially yeah. to the numbers that the podcast is selling now. So like in terms of the audience you get when you're doing a podcast, I think People you are get way more compelled much to see more, it in yeah, person. A much more like responsive form, audience yeah. who are just like more like lovingly engaged yeah. with what you do. My podcast started as a live show. It started. Yeah. And then went into a thing. And we, yeah, yeah, went into audio and then back kind of into a live show and kind of back yeah. and forth. But yeah. How do you find live show versions of it? 
versus the um the I like it I mean it's totally different because the pro- the my podcast is like a one-on-one interview podcast so the live shows are just like yep. a totally different thing and it's just kind of a way for the listeners to kind of meet each other sure. and to just come in person and be creeped out that they see the voice that they've heard coming out of a human mouth that's kind of the yep. experience <laughs> a lot of the time um yeah any questions about any of the <laughs> Uh, about podcasting at all, in the producing of podcasting. Yes. Sure. Yeah. Just like the handheld ones. Yeah. No. Yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't record, it doesn't record the same way. Like you would get, it would sound like you were kind of traveling through a tunnel if you were to listen to it. I think like there are, I just like really worth, those, those Zoom recorders I think are quite poor for sound. Um, and like the cheap, like you could get, I was looking at adverse.ie and EB, EB, Sure. eBay today um, <laughs> and you can get like an H6 for like 75 euro yeah yeah um, I mean they're 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 really really common and it's it's just it's not that much more from that handheld thing and the sound is so much better it's way easier to edit it like if you're doing that one recorder thing you might if you have one person who's screaming it's impossible yeah. to mess with it also you'll hear in the recording if you listen back to this like there have been people screaming outside there's been there's like a phone that happened earlier you won't hear it on the recording because this is just recording this way and it's not recording all the way around the way that a atmospheric mic would um yeah cool great sure Sure. I I have to because I record my intros on my own. If I like, what I tend to do is kind of type out, like, speak out loud to myself and type it out into a note what I'm going to say, and then I only let myself record it once because if I just kind of improvise, what ends up happening is like. Hello and welcome to This Feels Terrible. I'm your host, Aaron McGathy, talking to you. Why the fuck are you talking like this, you stupid piece of shit? Uh, welcome to This Feels Terrible. My name is Aaron McGathy. Uh, today on the on the podcast, we're going to talk about uh, a really difficult subject. No, I mean, it's not difficult. It's uh, ubiquitous. Oh, you piece of shit. And then I'll have to do it over and over again. Whereas if I'm typing it out, then I can just, yeah. I can say like, hmm. Yeah, no, this is this is a uh, interesting subject that may, you know, and then I don't end up reading it verbatim, but that's that's what helps me and I'm able to read it yeah. in a way that's improvisational. But I think that's different for everybody. I'm also like way more comfortable when I'm improvising versus uh, reading something word for word. Yeah, I had to kind of learn this a bit the hard way where initially I would write out like full intros. Um, and then I gradually realized that really all I needed was just the stuff I wasn't going to remember. So mm, like if I was like, like naming it, yeah. Patreon people or, you know, that kind of, or like dates of a gig. So I'd like yeah. write that out in like the beats of, you know, just the stuff that I wasn't going to come to hand and then just say it, you know, and keep it, <laughs> keep it conversational. Yeah. But I try to do the same thing is oh, I'm not quite there at the let myself do it once and then leave it at that. Yeah. I'd, I'd say would, set a rule for yourself or you're, you drive yourself crazy because yeah. you'll just keep on recording it over and over again and then you'll, you'll just hate yourself. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah questions? Yeah. Um, um, something I made uh, was that I tried to edit the recording to make it better. Do you know what I mean? As oh, in, for like, your I tried to, Well, I, I, when we were, this is back when we were doing like the Chronic Reload podcast, I would try and just take out what I thought were the best bits mm. and make it like so out of like an hour recording, I would make like a 45 minute thing it would take like three hours to listen to it myself and figure it out. And I was like, what, what's the gain here? Also, if you're just starting out, you don't it. really know what your listeners yeah, exactly. to listen yeah. to anyway. So it's, yeah. it, it can be a bit of a, you can get pedantic about things, I think, um, because it could always be a little bit more perfect 
especially if you're like if you start learning too much about mm. sound editing and you know that that kind of thing i'd say yeah um, so for me it was like falling into that trap of like not just becoming obsessed with the software end of it yeah it perfect you know? also being inconsistent which is something that i have been throughout my podcast uh which like and at this my podcast is on hiatus right now because i'm starting a podcast network sure um but yeah the yeah being inconsistent <laughs> is uh, <laughs> a new good yeah. so don't do that because people will uh mistrust you as listeners if you say you're going to be weekly and you're not. Do you have a cool. question? Yeah. Grace. Um, how do you perform the best when you're interviewing someone? So often when you're interviewing someone, you give them good advice and you ask them good questions in the past. But how do you have done that with the guest conversation to an artist? When you're talking mm. to an artist, they are probably more introverts. So yeah. they become kind of nervous because it's like a thing you support. So how do you kind of take a bit of a non-rational conversation from it feeling more natural? And Totally. Yeah. That's a, that's a really good question. Um, I, she asked, how do you make a conversation sound more relaxed? You're sitting there with a microphone. Um, yeah, I, (laughs) um, this took me a while to learn. Um, but the thing that works best for me is to ask people to have a couple stories in their head that are kind of love related that they enjoy telling, and we might not necessarily do them, but just kind of getting them in that mindset. Um, And then having, I try to have just like three questions or five questions. I'm not, um, I didn't study journalism or anything like that. So if I have too many questions, then I end up going like, okay, oh, thank you, sorry, uh, uh," and it's just, it's no good. And like having just five questions makes it so I can, I can just, if I feel like I haven't talked about something, just look down and say something. But I'd say, like, have, I'll have the person, if it feels kind of awkward and the conversation hasn't started naturally, um, if we don't have, like, a real rapport or they're really nervous, which happens a lot of the time, no matter, like, how famous they are, like, really doesn't matter. Like, the the most confident people will be, yeah. Um, So I have them start talking about that story just like get them used to talking and then the podcast will start kind of in the middle of that story so it'll give the illusion of like oh they were chatting and then this story just kind of came up or like if they came in and they're kind of flustered like oh oh uh, yeah it's crazy outside right now and then we just start talking and like inevitably we'll start talking about something that will sound like the middle of a conversation cool yeah Um, okay well we actually have to end it there i'm afraid Cool. Um, so, could you, we just need to do one thing before we finish. Could you take this camera and just go down the back, and you're going to take a photo of all of us being very engaged as me and Aaron <laughs> talk. <laughs> um, so, if everyone could just, just uh, like, yeah, but but maybe maybe come a little closer. Just, yeah, yeah, just kind of. Are we doing a candid? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah, and everyone do wow. do this except you're listening to us. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, so, so insightful. <laughs> So you just are. you nailed that question. Oh boy. Brilliant. Have we got it? <laughs> Fantastic. Thank okay, you. great. Um, yeah, and we'll thanks for coming for listening to all that, everybody. Great. Yay. Thank you. Okay. Shall cool. we stop? Great. And we will.